The dark sea is not an unknown fear. You are floating on thousands of feet of water, unaware of the things swimming underneath you, with only a few small boards protecting you from those unseen things, after all. So it's not uncommon to have monsters and legends born from the water. Monsters like the Kraken. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and I just want to say welcome back. It's great to see you guys again. We are rocking it with this twice a week upload, and I'm so excited about that. But yeah, not much to say right now. I don't really have an update. I mean, I saw you guys on Sunday, and so yeah, there's not much. Um, I've got a blood test this week to kind of look at some of that health issues we talked about a little while ago and I'll let you know you know if that says anything um I'll let you know if I need any time off but as of right now we're gonna hang out twice a week this is gonna be great and I miss you guys I'm so excited to talk about today's case now today's case is the Kraken now when I first decided to research the Kraken I was about 100% positive that it was gonna take me a long time. There had to be some definite, strong, deep-rooted roots about the Kraken, but you guys, there's not a lot about the Kraken. We see the Kraken in like every pirate movie, like you hear about it all the time, at least I do. I was convinced that there had to be more to this story, but there's not a lot. Today's episode's gonna be a little shorter, but I still wanted to talk about the Kraken. Because honestly, you guys, we're pretty sure we know what the Kraken, like, was, where the stories came from. And so, yeah, there's not a ton of information, but even as a little bit of a shorter episode, I still wanted to hang out with everybody, and I still wanted to have a good time and talk about a monster that I was always fascinated with as a kid. That even to this day, when I'm on a boat, that's all I think about is the Kraken. Now, the Kraken is said to be a huge monster that lives off the coast of Norway and Greenland. This Kraken is very similar to giant crabs, but it has a lot of characteristics to a whale. It's also paired with suckers from a squid or a large octopus. In the end, it is really a mix of so many different sea creatures to create this humongous monster. Now, there are a lot of different beliefs about the Kraken. In the Nordic belief, they talk about how the Kraken would hunt for prey. It would hunt from Norway through Iceland, and this is where it would end up in the waters of Greenland. Now, while it hunted for prey though, the Kraken loved to harass ships. Obviously, probably all of us knows what that means. The Kraken would find these ships and boats on the sea, and it would swat at them, take them down, pick on them, give them a hard time, or just scare the sailors. Now, I realize that that doesn't have to be super sentient to be able to do that, but that is a lot smarter than most fish. I mean, you really think about the fish that we catch on a day-to-day basis, and they're pretty dumb. 
And dolphins are pretty smart, you know, some of the other bigger fish are pretty smart as well. But the fact that the kraken would hunt and also had a hobby for picking on ships, I feel like says a lot about how smart the kraken is. And like we said before, the kraken was this very big monster, but obviously a very big and smart monster. But usually the ships that would be targeted would fight back against the kraken. And honestly, I think that made it a little more fun for the kraken. When they would see the kraken, they would immediately begin attacking it. The bad thing about this, though, is sometimes the kraken was just swimming by and looking for a hunt, not necessarily to have fun with these ships. So the fact that people began shooting at the kraken would probably enrage it or kind of be like when you play fetch with a dog, how it's not really interested in the ball until you start to bounce it or throw it around. I think this is the same way. In turn, these ships that would attack the Kraken would actually call the Kraken to them. This is when it would start swimming in circles, and it liked to create a huge whirlpool sometimes that would pull these ships underwater. It wouldn't just do that, as you've seen in shows and stuff. It swatted at them every once in a while, grabbed them by its suckers, and pulled them down. Now... The kraken when hunting liked to eat meat. I mean, a lot of fish do. Whenever I go fishing and we catch a really, really small fish, the people I go with usually talk about turning it into bait. Fish like to eat other fish. But the kraken's taste was not just the other fish around it. It did like meat in general. So when it would sink these ships, it would actually eat the people in the ships as a snack. If you think about it, though, with how big the kraken is, the people that it ate probably did not sustain the kraken for very long, and it really was probably only like a snack. So the kraken is probably not going to go out of its way to sink a ship for a lunch. It's probably going to sink a ship because it's bored or it wants a snack, if that makes any sense. But if you were brave enough to go and fish next to the kraken and survive, you would walk away with thousands of fish. And this was because huge waterfalls of fish would actually run down the kraken's back. If you were close enough to the kraken when it would go up and down out of the water and have these fish fall, you could open your nets up and catch thousands of fish so easily. But this did come with its risks because if you were next to the kraken and it decided it was hungry, you were going to be its snack. Now that we've talked about some background and information about the Kraken, let's move on to the first reports of the Kraken because we have actual reports of the Kraken. These were found in the 13th century. The creature was mentioned in an old Icelandic saga which depicted the main character of the story sailing across the sea in Greenland when they were attacked but survived by a kraken. Then, an unknown author would share a scientific paper on the kraken. In this paper, they spoke about how there were only two krakens alive that had ever been seen, and all the sightings were one of the two. This author did not believe that the krakens could reproduce together, however. 
for something happening when they were created. This was also published in the 13th century. Then, a famous zoologist included the classification of the kraken in his taxonomy book. This happened in 1735, and he classified the kraken as a cephalopod. We also have our hands on writings from a man in the 1180s. He claimed he had seen the kraken. But this is where we get into some of the ideas on the kraken. To this day, we believe that what this man saw was actually a giant squid and was not a kraken at all. This is because our brains work in very interesting ways. When you see something and you remember it, every time you try and remember that memory and recall that memory, something about it gets tweaked more and more. We believe that this man was on the sea, on the water somewhere, and he saw a giant squid. And as the days went by, he kept remembering it, and every time something would change in it, in that memory. By the time he got back to land, he had this crazy creature in his mind that he had seen, and sharing it over and over and over, and telling people that this was the kraken, and that he had seen the kraken. This isn't him necessarily lying, this is just how our brains work. And this is where we move on to the main theory, which connects to this. That the Kraken is, and where all of these stories come from, just a giant squid. It is widely believed that the Kraken was a giant squid seen on multiple different occasions, but never close enough to do any sort of research. The giant squid is a terrifying sight to see, especially if at the time it was spotted, it was such a rare and unknown sighting. And if you think about the giant squid, even to this day, we know it exists. We know it's in that deep, dark ocean somewhere, but we do not have almost any information on this squid. Along with the fact that most of the photos that you look up and see online are of very large squids, but none of them looked to be as big as the kraken was said to have been. We believe that there are larger giant squids that we have not found yet because they live so deep. But what if there was a squid that big? What if there still is? Do you think it could have and would have taken down a ship or two? Or do you think a couple of lucky extra guys might have seen this squid, made up a story, and passed it on, magnifying what happened to make it sound like they stumbled across an insane beast, not just some squid swimming through the water? Now, like I said earlier, we don't know a lot about giant squids. Even to this day, we don't know if there's 20 different species. We don't know if there's one. They live so deep that we are unable to get to where they live at, and they rarely come to shore, which is why most of them are dead when we discover them. The largest giant squid we have discovered was about 59 feet long, or 18 meters. This was also paired with very long tentacles hanging off of it, but that is all we know about it. We don't know where or how it lays its eggs, 
We don't know how it finds its mate. We don't know how long they live for, where they migrate to. We don't even know if they make a sound in the ocean. Just like the Kraken, the giant squid is surrounded in mystery. There are a lot of claims that talk about how a giant squid has tried to take down multiple sailing ships. None of these claims, however, have ever been confirmed. I can definitely see where this theory comes from, but here's where I have a lot of questions. If this was just a giant squid, I don't know if I necessarily believe that the brain could mix something up quite that big, if that makes any sense. For example, if you think about somebody getting kidnapped and somebody witnessing it, they might tell the police, oh, they were wearing a red shirt, and then a year later when they recall the memory, it might be blue. That is a very small detail that is proof that the brain just remembered wrong versus seeing this huge giant squid and adding body parts onto it and changing complete body parts. I feel like that's a little bit of a long stretch. And then if we go back to the theory and the writings that we had earlier about the giant krakens, the two of them that could not reproduce, how do you think that researcher would know that? Is it because we've never seen babies? But then the thing I wanted to really mention is what if the kraken is real? What if they can and have been or were giving birth to babies? Because just like giant squids live so deep and in such a mysterious part of the ocean we've never been in, what if kraken eggs lay down there too? We're not going to find them. We don't even know where giant squids leave their eggs. And what if those two could reproduce and did, and eventually they did die from old age or something else, and all the fish and everything around ate them and they left their babies? These babies could be growing underneath in our ocean where we can't see them. They could be getting huge to huge lengths and heights and strength. And they just haven't come to shore yet because they're not ready. Think about it in terms of turtles. Turtles lay their eggs on a beach. And when they hatch, they swim and live the rest of their lives pretty much in the water. What if it's the same thing? When these krakens hatch, they live their lives on the bottom of the ocean until they are ready to migrate to the top. And this is where they find a mate and lay eggs and the cycle begins and ends in that same situation. We've never discovered where giant squids lay their eggs. What if they live with the krakens? And then what if giant squids are the babies of the krakens because if you think about it yes a lot of krakens are depicted as red at least that i see but what if a kraken baby looks just like a giant squid because that's what they are all these giant squid sightings we are seeing are of babies who have migrated to the top and one day they're probably going to grow just as big as their parents because you guys, we don't know what happens under the water. I can see why they think that the Kraken came from giant squids. I can definitely see where that came from, but it is very strange to me how it was literally 
added into published books, sightings, classifications of the Kraken. And just because we haven't seen it now, we call it a monster. I don't think we can confirm or disprove this monster until we have all of the sea explored. And I don't know how soon that's going to happen. Is the Kraken a mix of sea animals that used to just have fun taking down ships and eating people? Has it always been a giant squid that may or may not have died already? And that's why we've never found it? Has it always been just a story to scare away sailors? Until we see a giant squid physically wrap itself around a boat and sink it, or we find a body of a giant squid that looks to be the size of the Kraken. In my mind, this might always be just a sailor's stories and a great addition to any pirate's movie. The people that do believe in the Kraken most of the time do believe that there are only two of them in existence or that there were only two. And with the lack of growing numbers in these Krakens, most people do believe that they were or are still infertile and they cannot have babies. But like I said earlier, we have not searched more than 80% of our oceans. Usually this does include the very, very, very deep parts in the sea that we cannot get down to. But who's to say that there isn't thousands of little krakens running around in the deepest parts of our ocean? What if the two that have been seen are the parents of these? And the ships that they were sinking were not for snacks. The bodies were used to feed the babies under the sea until they were big enough to hunt on their own. And that's why we don't see the kraken anymore. And what if the other squids we are seeing, the giant squids, the colossal squids, could be babies of the kraken? Think about it. If they keep growing, what if the last stage of their life is to become a kraken? A terrifyingly big monster that likes to sink ships and feed its babies. And we have thousands of those that have not fully matured yet. This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.